0: Go. My money machine go beep. I love the sound that it makes. Plus all the rest and count, I think that my machine about to break. Secure the bag, y'all yeah, that's the brand, and we get to the bag. These private flights, my aunt. What's going nice on, family? Your it's your man cab. Mr. Tasteway here this once again with another episode of Get to the Bag Podcast. Where I'm about to go in on something that uh a lot of y'all might not know, but probably when I say it, it'll make sense. And that's why I am so antisocial, right? Or well, not even antisocial, but just kind of you know off to myself, right? I'm off to myself, you know. The queen and I, we we here on the island by ourselves, basically. <laughs> you know, I have a lot of people in in our space that are pretty good people, and you know they're they're doing great things, but you don't see you don't see us kind of, you know, around a lot of those people, right? Why? Why Tay? Why why aren't you why aren't you in all the podcast episodes with some of the bigger influencers? And why aren't you, you know, at these dinners when you see the dinners and yada yada yada. I'm going to go over that today and and explain number 1 why that is and number 2 is why some of you may actually want to be like that, right? So before we get started, if you have any questions, any topics you want me to address, Leave a five star review, and in your review, leave your topic or your question, and I'll make sure I get to it. Other than that, let's go ahead and get this podcast going. All right. So, in this episode, like I said, I'm basically going over the whole antisocial thing and how it can be helpful and how it can be detrimental in some cases, and especially for me and some of the things that I've seen. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. And I'm gonna explain why I'm okay with that, number one. But, number two, why i like it that way and why i want to actually tell you all to probably start looking to do the same thing because it's helpful this is really helpful um so without saying any names because i'm not here to ruin anybody's brand i'm not here to you know talk about anybody that's not what this is this is about me and explaining why i am the way i am because i get questions about that right so Without, you know, naming anybody, I will say that in our space, in our space of entrepreneurship, investing, um, just influence, you know, influencers on Instagram, especially black influencers. What you tend to notice is that there is a lot of. uh, I guess you can say. Hate, there's a lot of hate, there's a lot of hate and. Number 1, you can feel it. You can feel the hate. And this and the reason why I wanted to mention this is because this is some of the same shit your families are doing to you. Some of the same stuff your friends may be doing to you, right? Big spender. I see you. I see you Mr. Lambo. I see you. That's 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 hating fucking energy. You can feel it when it's when it's put out there, you can just feel it. So that led me into, you know, where I come from, you know, we have this saying, all skin folk ain't kin folk. Right. So it don't matter if you look like me, you can be black or brown, but that doesn't mean you have my best interests at heart. Right. So for me, I'm very cordial. I like, you know, I like to, you know, say what's up to the people and even give value. Right. And even give value. And. In some cases, I, I want to say this, in some cases, I'm even OK with uh, getting around people in that personal space. Now, this is this is where it's going to get into the reason why I'm kind of antisocial, getting around people and being in that personal space and seeing how they move in their personal space. This is actually one of the reasons why I'm antisocial, because I notice That some people or many people in their personal space move in a manner that I don't absolutely like or necessarily like. So what do I mean by that? Remember, I have a saying how you do anything is how you do everything. Right. So on one side of things, when I'm hanging around some men, you know who I would consider to be peers when I'm hanging around some men and I notice that you are shitty to your wife or to the to the woman of your children. I don't like that. I don't like that. Why? This is this is no simp shit because somebody's gonna be like, oh it takes a fucking simp. He's he's going on the women's side. No, that's not what this is. Listen. Listen and hear me closely. A man and a woman, when they're having sex, and when they're together, when they're doing grown up stuff, things come out of men's mouths out of their heads, you know, we call it pillow talk that they'll never say to anybody else. So this woman knows something about you that nobody else knows about you for the most part, right? She know how you smell. She know know if you wash your ass or not, (laughs) right? She know if you brush your teeth every day. She know how you, you, basically, especially if y'all live together, she knows everything about you, right? Everything. She knows, you know, your weakest points when you crying at night. Nobody else knew you cried. You cry at night. You do all of this other shit that nobody else knows about. But that woman and then on the outside to the rest of the world, you shit on that woman. I don't know about y'all, but that's a fucking red flag to me (laughs) because the way I see that. Is if you're willing to do this woman who has essentially all of this shit against you, like literally if we're talking about blackmail or if we're talking about, you know, holding something over someone's head. The woman you lay down with every night has the most fuel to hold something over your head. So if you're willing to shit on her. You're going to do the, you're going to do that to the rest of us. The people you're not sleeping with, the people that don't know much about you. Oh, if it comes down to it, you're going to cut my throat. You're going to cut my throat. Right. So I protect myself and my family and my team. By way of basically maneuvering in that manner, how do you treat the people who are around you the most? How do you treat your actual loved ones? All right. That's what I want to see. So I like to get people in, in, in their personal space. I like to get in their personal space. So. Honestly, if I am social, I'm like, hey, we're not going to do no collaborating or none of that shit, because that's, that's usually the first thing that people want to come to me. They say, hey, you, let's collaborate. And of course, it's because I have a pretty you know, nice size following. And of course, they want to tap into my following. Well, I'm not going to do business with you if I don't know you personally. And honestly, this is how a lot of, you know, other businessmen will say other non black and brown businessmen operate. They want to get in your personal space. Invite me over to your house for dinner. Let me meet your wife and kids. This is how they operate. And honestly, I know why because that's how I operate. And it's a very good way to get an understanding of who a person is. If I get to see you with your family, if I get to see how your kids like you or not, or how you treat your kids or not, and how you treat and take care of your wife or not it will tell me everything I need to know about who you are as a businessman, right? And whether or not I want to even align my brand with you, right? So as we unravel this whole thing of being antisocial, we'll start talking about some of the shit that, that I see, some of the things that you know I don't like um, and what leads me to being antisocial based on the results that I've gotten from being antisocial. So once again, as we get into a lot of these situations with the whole, you know, hating situation, I'm able to get by that as long as I, you know, get into your personal space and see. And I'll let you into my personal space. Right. So you can see how I move. But getting that together. Hey, you know, double dates or, let, you know, let me meet your wife. Let me, you know, I want to see you how you act with your wife. I want I want you to see how I act with my, you know, queen And and getting into that personal space is very important. Right. And I wanted to talk about that today because a lot of you all don't do that. Y'all will go do business with somebody you have no idea who they are. No idea who they are. And what we tend to do is because we are just clout chasing. That's that's a bad, that's a really bad thing to do. <laughs> but a lot of people are doing because we're just clout chasing. What we end up doing is we end up, for the lack of better words, getting in bed with people who aren't necessarily the most upright individuals right so i want to say this one of the biggest reasons that being antisocial worked for me was because as i was getting around other especially other men and seeing how they conducted themselves in a personal setting around their you know wives kids and seeing that they were shitty to their family that instantly told me oh If it comes down to it, you're going to treat me even worse than you treat your family because they know you. They love you. You should love them. And like I said, that woman, she has something against you that she can hold over your head because that's who you go. That's who you go and confide in. That's who you lay with at night. That's who you cry to. Right. I know some of y'all are crying and that's okay. It's okay for men to cry. But that when I see a man treat his family like shit. I don't want no parts to deal with you. And we definitely ain't collaborating. (laughs) Right. So that being said, these are some of the things that I see across the board, just because someone's good in business, just because someone's good uh, with getting attention, dropping gems, this is what some of y'all look for. Does not mean they're a good person. And I want to tell y'all a few stories. But one that really hit home. First of all, let me say this. I follow my intuition, right? I follow my intuition because it never lies to me. And for those of you all who don't know, I was in the vegan space, a vegan trainer. I was a vegan trainer. I went by the vegan trainer for years. And, you know, I will go around, you know, different cities and things like that to uh, what we call the veg fest. Right. And I would go hang out at these veg fests. And basically what it is, is this is where vegans get to meet other vegans. Vegan trainers get to meet other vegan trainers. Where vegan foodies get to meet other vegan foodies. Like literally, you just get to meet so many people who are in the vegan space and there are plenty varieties, right? Black, white, candy stripe. So I would spend my own dollar because even though I was an influencer, there was some shit going on in that world, right? So, of course, you know, the white influencers with the same following or less, they would get better accommodations. They would get better food. They would get better, you know, like literally everything. Their flights would be paid for versus, you know, hours would not be or you had to go on your own. So I was just like, I'm not going to deal with the politics. I'm not going to deal with the bullshit. I'm not even going to complain to you about the shitty service you have already. I'm just going to come. I'm just going to come to the veg fest on my own dollar. Off the rip. That way I know what's up. I know what's up. I know that, hey, I'm paying for my own shit. I'm going to get my five star hotel. I'm going to stay, you know, I'm going to stay somewhere where I can eat the best foods. And then at the event, I'll pay for my own ticket to get in there. I don't want none of y'all shit. So you can't hold anything over my fucking head. Right? You can't say I owe you anything. Because that's what they tend to do. Hey, well, we pay for your flight. Get on up here and speak. Nope. I'm a spectator. I'm here to just enjoy the food and kick the shit with some of these people. And that's what I did. And the reason why I say it worked for me, one, because I was able to dodge the politics. But then and hear hear this story and hear it closely because some shit happened. So in the vegan space, it was only about, you know, a few it was only a handful of black vegans. Right. Black vegan men at that. And we would do these, you know, or they would do these black vegan men panels and people would wonder, like, Tate, like you got a following bigger than most of these motherfuckers on the stage. Why are you not on stage? And there was a reason I wasn't on stage because I didn't want to associate with those motherfuckers because I noticed they were they were a little weird. They would act, you know, like women almost. And what I mean by that is they were very catty, right, and very selective in who they you know, dealt with almost in a snooty fashion. But that wasn't why I didn't actually get up there, though. I actually didn't get up there because I didn't want my brand associated with them. Right. I didn't want my brand associated with them. So fast forward through a few veg fests. I go to New York. I go to L.A. I go to, you know, a couple in Atlanta, South Florida. Right. I'm bouncing around, bouncing around and I'm going to these. And there was one panel that I actually. I I almost got on It was in Arizona I almost got on This fucking panel And Something Once again My intuition's like Tay You show up to these events To eat the The vegan food And enjoy the people You don't come here To work Or speak That's not what You're here for So just enjoy the food And do not get on This fucking panel Well I ended up Not getting on a panel And there was a guy I'm not gonna name his name Because he's not here with us anymore but there was a guy who comes in he comes in late first of all and he's fucking sweating and he just looks i I could look at a person and tell they're just not put together right he's sweating and he's like sloppy looking and i'm like man you know and and let me just say this he he's not here with us but i'm just giving i'm painting the picture this is how he looks coming in so he's late to the panel so he comes in he's late to the panel and, and things are just not looking well for him and I'm like, that just doesn't look good at all. That's not a good look. I wonder what's going on. And long story short, they do the panel. He, you know, he apologizes for being like 20 minutes late, and you know, they they finish up the panel and whatnot. And afterwards, I hit a straight dart to the back, cause my energy's telling me like something's not right here. And when I get bad energy for other from other people, I just run the opposite way. So I run up out of there. I go get some food. Um, at the time, I was. I was with a friend um, I don't remember exactly who came, went But anyway I was with a friend who was there with me And we so we go get some food And After the event I go home And something else hits me In my gut It's like something wasn't right with that guy Right? Something wasn't right with that guy And it's like You need to make sure you stay as far away as, as possible From that guy so now I'm thinking, okay, why is my gut telling me this? Why am I having this intuition? Well, not even a whole month later, I think it was just a couple of weeks later, I get a text from a few friends in a vegan community that this man just killed his wife, his kids, and killed himself. Right? And I'm like, holy fuck. I knew something was up with that man. I don't know if maybe he was in a fight with his wife the day that, you know, he came in sweating and he was late. I don't know what happened. Right. And once again, I'm not here to speak on the on the, the deceased. Right. But I'm saying this because you have extremes like this. There are people who are great and then there are people who are just like, don't go near those people. Right. And this is one of the reasons that led me down my antisocial route. If I get a bad feeling, bad energy about you, uh, i gonna keep you over there. You stay over there. Right. I'll speak. What up? What's good? How you doing? You stay over there. And that was the feeling I got. And that was the energy I got from a lot of the vegan, you know, men who spoke on that panel. Right. Shout out to Korean Sutton. That's my guy. It's a really good friend of mine. You know, I even hire him to do uh, help me with training and stuff. So I love love Korean. That's one of my guys. Have nothing against him, right? Uh, but but why? But why is that? Because once again, I got in. I got in a personal space with Corinne. I saw how he treated his lady. I saw how he conducted his, you know, himself. I saw how he moved personally. I saw that he could be a a tit for tat uh type of friend which is a good thing i know some people would look at tit for tat as a bad thing but kind of like a a reciprocal right reciprocity is a really good thing in any relationship friendship relationships or intimate relationships reciprocity right so i saw how he moved so if i you know if i would do something because i'm a very generous guy so if i would do something nice for him he got me back i'm like man You don't find friends like that. You don't find people who move like that in their personal life. So now I'm thinking, huh. Okay, I see how you move in your personal life. I can I can get with you on the business side of things, too. If it got to that, of course, I ended up not, you know, sticking around with the vegan trainer thing. I ended up making a few million dollars. um, Almost a year. I was I was at seven figures a year uh, towards the end of my trainer training career. And I took that money and I started investing it in, in the stock market um, and, and actually day trades. So I would day trade and invest. So I let some stocks go and I went and uh, day trade some of the other money. Well, I got good at that. And of course, people start asking me, what the hell are you doing? Because I see you making money and clearly you're not the vegan trainer anymore because you're retired. You need to teach me what you're doing because I, I'm watching you. Right. Because I would share what I was doing. But anyway, long story short, with, with that whole You know, crazy story is, yes, I I really felt that energy. And that was one of the things that kind of justified why I was antisocial, because this is an adult explanation or adult time where I experienced the same thing that was happening to me as a child. Growing up where I grew up, majority of my friends majority of the people my classmates they're dead or in jail still from back then right one of my best friends william one of my best friends he he's serving a double life sentence because he and his cousins went out and basically did a home invasion and then they raped the lady right like crazy shit this is my best fucking friend. I'm like, whoa, like what the hell? So at at a young age, I started having these. I started having these things. I would put in place. Like, I need to better assess people and their fucking like, you know, like their habits and their like what they do and what they're willing to do. Their just their whole life and how they move. Because there are just certain people who you experience where you're like, nah, you ain't got that in you, right? You ain't got that in you. But then there are certain people that if you don't dig enough to see how they are personally, you never know what they're capable of. And that can affect you. So one of the ways I was able to make it out of my situation, because a lot of you all know, like I said, I grew up in the hood and, you know, all that stuff, poverty, yada, yada, yada. I don't like even talking about it. But yeah, I grew up in a not so good, you know, situation. And the way I was able to make it out was because I was antisocial. Because being too social puts you into situations, right? Where it's not the best situation, right? I had another one of my good friends, Tyree. Shout out to Tyree. He's now paralyzed. Tyree's paralyzed. He's been paralyzed for like over a decade, right? I remember when they went out. Um, they went out one time to the bowling alley, and if I, I would have been in that car with them, somebody got shot. And got killed in the car. I guess we were playing with a gun, right? Somebody got shot and killed in that car, right? So, long story short, these things that happened to me over my lifetime is what helped me to make it and survive these day, this day and time that we live in, this clout chasing fucking day and time, because. Just because you also have a Lambo or just because you also are a business owner online or just because you also have a decent following on Instagram doesn't fucking mean that we are the same. Doesn't fucking mean that we should hang out. Right. And that that's that same energy that I bought from my childhood. And I'm, I'm saying this because right now a lot of you all who are listening, you are going through some of the same shit that I had to go through. You're realizing people around you are doing stuff that you don't really agree with. And you're like, whoa. But it it affects you on an energy level, on a physical level, on the emotional level, something. And you have to start kind of taking those checks and balances on people and seeing, fuck, should I should I kind of just go sit in the corner by myself? Make my corner a nice corner, but go sit in the corner and let y'all do y'all thing. Because it, it helped. It helped me to get where I am today. Because I could have easily gotten railroaded into any of those situations that I had experienced or heard about, right? I could have got railroaded into a lot of that stuff, conspiracy and whatever else, right? So if I notice you're doing something not so well, and and it doesn't even have to be like illegal. I'm just saying if you're doing something that's just not morally right to me or ethically right to me, I don't want. Anything to do with you, I don't want to take pictures with you. I don't want, like literally, I I stay far away. Why? Because something I've always said, and for those of y'all who've been following me for a while, you know, I have a saying where I basically say, "You ain't fucking my shit up. You ain't fucking my shit up." This is one of the reasons why I don't, you know, mess around with a bunch of women. Even when I got single, when I got out of my marriage uh, a few years back. Like, I could have went out and had a bunch of fun, right? But women will fuck your shit up if you if you let them, right? You run around having sex with a bunch of women, and doing all this crazy stuff. They will fuck your shit up, fellas. So I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, no, nah, no, nah, no. Nah. We're not doing that. Let me find one good queen who wants to ride out with me, and who's going to do the things that I need her to do. Who's gonna, hey, let me let me say it this way. Some of y'all are not gonna like it, but let me find a queen, and fellas, y'all need to hear this. Let me find a queen who's gonna buy into my program, and what I mean by that is. Hey, what I got going on, you need to follow me. I got I got this. Right. I need to find a woman who's willing to buy into my program, buy into to my structure, into my purpose. Hey, baby, I got you. You follow me. You come with me. I got you. You ain't gonna worry about nothing. Just come help me with this. Right. And I found that. Right. Shout out to Queen Fee. She came in and she she did exactly that. And that's why I say You won't have to worry about me fucking around with other women because they will fuck your shit up. So the same thing getting into that. I I didn't want to deal with a lot of the guys who were you know, trying to collaborate and things like that because they, too, will fuck your shit up. And we have now been seeing this in present day. So I told you all about the, you know, the past and how I was raised and then also getting into the vegan trainer days and seeing, you know, the guy killing himself and his family and all of that craziness. It. It. Keeps going because people are shitty. You know, a lot of people are shitty. Not everybody's going to be morally and ethically upright. So, as we get even into the present day, we are starting to see people get exposed, right? Once again, I'm not naming any names, but we're seeing people get exposed. And now it's all making sense. They're like, fuck, that's why Tay wasn't on that podcast because he don't want to fuck with that energy. Right, And that's why Tay doesn't hang out over there because, you know, y'all hear me say all the time, I fucking hate Atlanta. There's a reason why every time I go to Atlanta, I pack extra guns. There's a reason why I do that. I fucking hate Atlanta. Right. And a lot of people who come out of Atlanta just aren't the best. So for me, I don't fuck with Atlanta. When I go, I pack my guns and we good. Right. I'm going to sit in my fucking room or wherever I'm staying. I'm going to work out. I'm going to stay to myself because I don't like Atlanta. I'm going to just say that much. Right. And people are starting to realize, like, fuck, that's why Tate doesn't do certain things, because as the, the, the shit unfolds, you start to realize, like, oh, got it. Right. Got it. But even inside of that, once again, there's no particular person. There are just certain cities I fucking hate. I don't like Detroit. I don't like Atlanta. <laughs> They're just fucking cities. I just don't like. Now, even inside of that, people are going to ask me, well, Tay, I know you said, you know, you want to see them in a personal setting and you want to see how they treat their families. But what are some other ways and some other things that you could either tell me or that you personally use Tay, to help screen some of these people out of your life so you don't have to deal with the bullshit? And that's a great question because, I, I, like I said, I've gotten it before. Another thing that I like to do when it comes to screening people and, and, and seeing whether or not this is somebody who I, I want to deal with is, once again, seeing how they handle their finances, seeing how they are financially. Right now, some people are not going to like this because let, let's just be honest. Many of you want to hang out with people who are above your level right because there's these things been going out saying hey uh you know you are the the fit if you hang around five rich people you're gonna be the sixth one right or if you hang around five broke motherfuckers you're gonna be the sixth broke motherfucker you know so some of y'all hear that and you're like man let me see how i can elevate and change my circle which is a great thing but a lot of times what you don't understand is if you if you Overextend yourself, and you try to get you try to get to a higher ground or a higher level, a higher realm of people. You try to get to a higher group of people than you currently are. That will essentially drag them down because now you're bringing something that I mean, basically you're bringing energy. You're bringing energy, or what I call dream energy, dreamer energy. Man, I I can't get, I can't do that. But one day one day man i'm gonna I'm be able to do that and it brings down the energy of people who can actually already do that so it fucks with people who are there and a lot of times once again if you were right if you let one broke motherfucker in the circle that just bumped down everybody in that circle's potential to make money <laughs> right i know it sounds weird but this is how energy works so anyway a lot of people are you know aiming to get to those next levels and These people hate when I say stuff like this, but I watch how you move. I watch what you're able and capable of doing, and that will tell me whether or not we can hang out and be friends. you know, double date and do all this other shit. And that will also tell me whether or not I can collaborate with you in the future. And the reason why I say that now, once again, let me let me give a disclaimer. This is how I roll. Right. There is no right or wrong answer to how you want to set up your own fucking life. Let me say that. So for some of you who are like, oh, that's not right. That's not right. You shouldn't do that. Uh, well, that's fucking fine for me. And it's been working for me. So that's why it's something I do. But yeah, if we if we're out and I, you know, let's just say we're hanging out and you are a stranger who wants to get closer to me. Then I'm going to see how you do things financially. And whether or not you can even ride with me. Right. Now, if you're not a stranger, if you're a friend or, you know, I have a team that we can hang out all day and it doesn't matter if they're on my level. So to say my team, once of all, first of all, they're going to have a different mindset than most people, which is why they're part of my team. My friends, they may not, you know, my friends from long ago, they may they may not be exactly on my level. But once again, mindset is there. Those things are fine. I'm speaking of new people, right? You know, Drake said no new friends, no new friends, no new friends. No, no, no. I don't want no new friends who are going to bring in certain energies, right? So for me, one of the ways I do it is I say, hey, let's go. If I want to go, you know, fly on a private jet and I say, hey, private jet is going to be $50,000, right? What you got in on that? If them T-Rex arms come out, oh, I can't reach the bill, (laughs) right? I can't reach the bill. When those T-Rex arms come out, I know, okay, you don't belong here. You don't belong here. I'm not here to front you or your family, number one. And number two, this is how you're able to keep out the fucking users. Because once again, people are here and looking for a ride. They're looking for a ride, right? So this is one of the ways I screen people. If you cannot do the things that I can do or or somewhere close to it, or you haven't already been here, then we don't want you here, right? You got, I'm gonna be honest with you, you gotta prove your way into the circle, right? You gotta prove your way into the, the I have a very small circle, so, so small it's probably a dot. But you got to prove yourself into the dot. Right. So I, I've I've had people, you know, oh, say I want to move down there to Puerto Rico with you. You know, how much does it cost? I say, hey, I got you. You let me know. I've, I've spent time with you. I like you personally. I got you. Let's let's see if we can escalate this this friendship. I tell them, how, you know, some of the things that it may cost. Hey, this place might be, you know, three, four million dollars. But you say you want to be here to do some of the things I'm doing? Here, here, are my contacts. I got you. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. That's a little too expensive for me. I can't do that yet. Okay, well, take your ass back to where you go, where you come from, right? <laughs> like, once again, it's not, it's not the the most fair thing because everybody wants to try to get in the circle or in the the, the dot. But that's how I run my. That's how I run my fucking team, right? That's how I run my team, and it's not always financially. It's it's mindset based. It's ethical. What are your ethics about? Like I said, if you treat your wife shitty or if you treat your you know your girl shitty, I don't like that. You can't be in my circle. You can't be in my in my space. That's negative energy. I don't want. It. But this is how I run my space. Some of you all, um, I'm not gonna name names. Like I said, good or bad. But y'all seen some people move here to Puerto Rico who are friends of mine, right? And, and like I said, I I do my damnedest to help people who I know are somewhat on my level or trying to get to my level, because if you're a peer, I'm willing to. I mean, I let me say this: I help people for free, period, right? I, I give out so much free shit; it's ridiculous. So I'm here to help and give, you know, and be helpful and give jewels and tips and tricks and yada yada yada, right? Um, I just put a post on Instagram not too long ago where I was talking about, you know how much money I made on my Lambo, how much money I made on real estate moving down here to Puerto Rico, how much money I made in crypto and explained that every time I bought one of the things, hey, I'm moving to Puerto Rico. Here's why. Here's what's going to happen. Here's what you can do to take advantage of it as well. Hey, I'm also going to buy this car. Here's why. Because inflation and yada, yada, yada. And here's how you can also benefit from the same thing, buying a car and making more money off the car after driving it. Here's the crypto moves. I'm making, right. I did everything as I was. I explained everything as I was doing it. Why? Because I wanted to help people as I was going along. But this is another screener that I use. Right. Another screener that I use and I'll, I'll talk about it. There are other things I've done. So, for example, people who are who I consider peers. Right. I bought, I bought. my guy. I said I wasn't gonna mention the names, but these are good friends of mine. So let me let me just say these. All right, I bought some friends down here uh, to Puerto Rico. Uh, Derek Grace, you know, and his family. Um, y'all definitely gotta go check out these podcasts. By the way, the podcasts with all of these people were phenomenal. Uh, Ashley King, Ashley, and y'all know Ashley. That's 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 family, but she's also my mentor. Like right? she mentored me. She my my business coach. Love Ashley, right? She so she helped me with my business mentoring and coaching. Uh, TC, like the Love fucking surviving vegan, like literally, like we had a ball down here in Puerto Rico, and I love everybody who came. Right, shout out to Ryan and Spec. Yeah, I know Spec, spectacular Smith was good, family. Um, so yeah, we had a great we had a great time. Let me just say that we had a great time, and once again, I I wanted them to come one we wanted to get together and mastermind and, and meet people who are, you know, pretty much everybody here were seven, eight figures or more. So I wanted to make sure that I put the right people in the right space so that we can do some networking and Hey, you can meet this person and maybe y'all could make business together. or Maybe you can help just explain what you're doing. that's working in your business and I'll, you know, so it was a lot of exchanges going on. It was one of the best things I've ever done right and I'll, I'll probably do it again, but nonetheless, Once again, people who are on my level, I want to help them just as much as people who may not be on my level, who I might do the free podcast for and the free live chats for. That's that's what it's about. So I let those people in on my level. Why? Because they have shit to lose. Right. So I know nothing really crazy is going to go down too much because they got too much shit to lose. Because if you're on my level, you don't want to fall from eight figures. So you don't do too much crazy shit to to jeopardize that. Right. But not only that, I wanted to. I wanted to provide a space to say, "Hey, I brought y'all down. I showed you how I'm living. I showed you what's going on, and I I show. I basically told you everything I'm doing that's going to make me more money and save me more money. And if you decide to take it, cool. If not, cool. That's cool too. And a lot of them, they did. They they acted on it because these are action takers. But I'm saying all of this because. Even on the people who don't take action, who might watch a live stream that I'm doing for free, giving away a bunch of game and all of this other stuff. What that allows me to do is once I give you the free information, once I open up and let you in my space or once I open up and let you in my head. A lot of people say I won't pick your brain. Once I let you in my head to, quote unquote, pick my fucking brain. And then I see you don't act on what you just learned. That will definitely be helpful to you. That lets me know, yep, there's another one I need to move to the side. Because you didn't even act on something that was beneficial to you. So I can only imagine what's going to happen when something's not very beneficial to you. You're probably not going to act on it at all. Right. And as a matter of fact, you might do something opposite. <laughs> you might go against me. So these are just ways of how I screen things. And these are just reasons why, you know, for the most part, I just stayed in myself. I bring my you know, I have my team here. We just stayed ourselves. We go on yachts. We hang out. And, you know, the people who even live here, like we we stay to ourselves and we just do our thing because there are a lot of people out there who just don't get it. They just don't get it. Right. So reciprocity is a big thing for me in closing. Right. Reciprocity. Look for reciprocity, family. Reciprocity basically says if you do something for someone, they reciprocate that they come back with something helpful you give a dollar they give a dollar <laughs> right if they ain't got a dollar they get 50 cents they at least try that's what it's about because everybody can't be on the same level i know that but damn it if you know somebody's you know paying something for you you're like man i can't afford what you just did for me but shit let me at least cover let me cover, let me cover dinner man let me let me do something right that's how it works mindset that's all it is. It's just mindset. So reciprocity is something I look for. Number two, how you treat your fucking family and kids is huge for me. Right? Because however you well, look, remember my saying, how you do anything is how you do everything. So if you fucking over your family, you're gonna fuck over me. Eventually. It'll happen. So watch those watch those personal you know actions. And other than that, Decide what you want. All right. So I'm going to give. So that's my third thing. I'm going to give. And not really expecting anything back, but I want to see how you receive my gift. Do you take and then hold your hand out for more? Do you take and say thankful you're grateful? It's just kind of middle level. Or do you take and you're like, I got to get you back. I don't know how, but I'm gonna get you back. I'm I'm, going to do something for you because that was super dope. in what you did for me. And based on which one of those people, you know, how they interact or based on which one of those people are in my space will determine whether or not I'll even want you back in my space. or want to keep you in my space. So these are the three things I I really look for. And this has kept me out of fucking trouble. It's kept me away from conspiracies and railroad and being railroaded into bullshit that's been going on. It's kept me safe and clean and allows me to basically keep my shit moving without somebody fucking my shit up. Right. So I hope this helps somebody out there. I hope this helps because I know a lot of y'all want to clout chase. So I know a lot of y'all just want to be at the scene, but a lot of times being at the scene where everything is happening, isn't the best place to be because there's a lot of trouble waiting there. So hopefully this helped Once again, if you have any questions, if you have a topic you want me to cover, once again, leave a five star review and Hey, I'll get to your question there. Other than that, remember, this is the get to the bag podcast where I'm here to help you get to the bag in life. Money. That's big, but money ain't shit if your health is messed up. So I want to help you get your health together. Money and health ain't nothing if your relationships are screwed. So I want to help you get your relationships together. Friendships, intimate relationships, all that good stuff. So that's it. I'll see you on the next episode. Let's keep getting to the bag. Peace.